0: week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. I
1: want to be back on vacation.
0: That's so rude. (laughs) It's
1: (laughs) not just because of you and this. It's just in general, man. Mm -hmm. Vacation's the best. Vacation all I ever wanted. Vacation, how to get away. Some from the Go-Go's.
0: Yeah, no, I got that.
1: Song's called Vacation on Jet Skis.
0: Have you ever been on a jet ski? Do I
1: look like I've been on a jet ski?
0: If you... You know what I imagine when I imagine you on a jet ski? What? Sitting in between your parents.
1: (laughs) If you're new here, every single week my wife likes to think that I used to sit in between my parents (laughs) at the movies.
0: No. You did. You totally did. And then
1: after she's done being a jackass about it... (laughs) We talk about the movies that we watch randomly or are nominated or whatever the fuck. And then we argue and we laugh and we cry. Mostly Samantha cries. And then then you're done listening to it. Then you go about your lives. You do something else.
0: But we're stuck in this time loop. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: Sorry for being off last week. We warned you we were going to be off because I was on vacation. I was in the Big Apple, New York City as it's known, well, especially New York City, but it's also known as the Big Apple. For uh, WrestleMania weekend, had a great time. If you want to hear more about that, this isn't the show for you. You'll be heading over to uh, Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. Still on the same network, Arcade Audio. We are gonna have uh, our thoughts are pretty much airing this the same weekend as this episode's airing. We're gonna have other shows. Uh, that we recorded over the next couple weeks. Also over on Patreon, patreon.com slash Arcade Audio. Bonus content from that weekend will be there, just like bonus content from Meredith Movies is going to be over there uh, very, very soon. But I had a good time in New York. Um, good food. I had a lot of food. A lot of food. A lot of pizza. A lot of uh, a lot of meat. Lot of, don't look at me like that when I say Meat.
0: It's the way that you say it makes you think that you're Mate. referencing something else. No.
1: You're, get your mind out of the gutter. You're disgusting.
0: I said that the way you said it.
1: Um, so, on the plane ride back, so on the plane ride up, I was... What did I do on the plane ride up? I was too pissed off to watch anything. Um, what did I watch on the way up? Oh, I watched uh, I watched an episode of Atlanta. I watched Teddy Perkins. Um, cause, and then my headphones died. And then I didn't have a way to plug them in because JetBlue's awful, and I won't fly JetBlue anymore because um, they delayed my flight. Delta's the bomb. Um, well,
0: everyone th- did JetBlue didn't do it like
1: they were awful at communicating it they to didn't us. Say,
0: oh, I literally who's on got this flight. Chris Mullet, let's delay it. So I felt
1: it. and Eddie Kingston and Shane Strickland. Um, they once I got to get on the plane, they told me I had to check my bags. It was too big. I went through the whole goddamn airport. And nobody bothered to say anything, so then I had to wait for my bag. Then I, I, they moved me to the first row, which is great, but there's no underseat storage, so I had to put my carry-on bag in the overhead compartment. It was just a mess, and they had poor customer service.
0: Hashtag first row
1: problems. Oh, I'm in the first seat on the plane. Oh, oh man. Um, so I watched Teddy Perkins, and then at that point when it was done, I realized I could have watched Survivor, and Survivor was already over the fuck did I watch afterwards? I don't even remember. Um, and then on the on the way back, Delta. Delta's the bomb. Um, there was all these options for things I hadn't seen.
0: I know, there's a lot on Delta. And I
1: was like, oh, you want to see The Favorite. You want to see Vice. You want to see Bumblebee. You want to see no, this, that. I didn't want to see
0: any of
1: those. Fuck you. Yes, <laughs> you did. Because I was going to watch them a couple weeks ago. And you're like,
0: no, I don't want Watch this instead. Um, I know it sounds like
1: that. <laughs> I am making you sound like an old Cartman. Hey, look at me, I'm Um, So what did I watch instead? I rewatched *The Star Is Born*. <laughs> I was like, okay, fuck it. I love this movie so much. I'm gonna watch it again. So I did. I watched the whole. I watched all of *The Star Is Born*. On my, on my flight back, and it's great. I hate great.
0: You so much. I love it. I it, hate it. It's
1: so goddamn good. I, I didn't realize it. that they like they edit the movie on planes. I could have swore that I've watched... Well, I guess because it was PG-13. I watched, like, Avengers and stuff on the plane before. And it wasn't edited. But this one, like... Obviously, I'm not, not just going to have, like, Naked Lady Gaga, like, on a plane. When it, like, whoever can see it. But, like, all the cursings edited out and stuff. It was weird. But it was still great. Um, and then I was pissed because then I found... They had, like, Showtime documentaries on there. And I want to watch the Mauro Ranallo documentary. And I watched, like, the first 30 minutes and we landed. So, that sucked. So, that's all the reports I have in terms of, like, stuff that I've watched. Have you been enjoying anything recently in my absence and also no. and also we were off so i don't know if you watched anything when you're in miami on the plane or doing anything
0: no because when i travel I actually travel with our daughter so it's hard because i can't do anything i watched a lot of penguin bears oh that's good and pj mass and then penguin bears
1: that's not what it's called
0: and pj mass
1: what's the penguin bear show
0: called yeah i know i'm aware do you know no yeah. that's why i asked you it's called the Octonauts.
1: i was octanauts i was gonna be my guess
0: there's a cat with an eye patch. They're what if pirates. he had an iPad?
1: A cat with an eye patch and an iPad? cool. Is he a pirate cat?
0: I'm gonna punch you in the face.
1: I don't pay attention to the shit she watches. Like I can just totally zone it out, except if it's the same repetitive song over and over again. Uh huh. Well, she doesn't watch Special Agent Oso anymore. Oh, she's
0: gonna now.
1: Don't don't. Oh, put... she's
0: gonna now. I'll... You can go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> the unique stuffed bear. Um, cool. Will you have anything else to add?
0: No.
1: Awesome. Um, so let's get into today's episode. My nomination, the Grand Budapest Hotel, was my selection. Um, I just picked it. I will read it. Uh, five stars says the San Francisco Chronicle.
0: Okay on my teeth, hold Oh, no, 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 no. You can go fuck yourself, come yawn. on. I'm so tired. No, no.
1: I also have not been sleeping No well, one gives
0: a fuck. I haven't slept in like six weeks.
1: I do have something stuck in my teeth. Like in it? I don't know. I feel it. It's driving me nuts.
0: Uh-huh. This
1: is great radio.
0: <laughs> no excuses. Let's go read this book, Read this box. Go on. Vibrant. Fuck
1: sh- stop fucking talking. Vibrant and imaginative, says Justin Chang Variety. The Grand Budapest Hotel recounts the adventures of Gustave H, a legendary concierge at a famous European hotel between the wars, and Zero Mustafa, the lobby boy, who becomes his most trusted friend. The story involves the theft and recovery of a priceless Renaissance painting, a raging battle for an enormous family fortune, a desperate chase on motorcycles, trains, sleds, and skis, and the sweetest confection of a love affair all against the backdrop of a suddenly and dramatically changing continent.
0: That's such bullshit. There's, no fucking, there's no fucking actors' names here? Nope. It's fucking bullshit.
1: What actor were you banking on? Oh, they're all in the front, but this doesn't count.
0: Fucking. <laughs> what
1: were you banking on?
0: Who played Agatha?
1: Agatha. Who's Agatha? Who played Oh, Saoirse Ronan. I know that one. Who? Sir Ronan. That's not how you
0: say it. Yes, it is. it's
1: Alexa, tell me everything about Saoirse Ronan. I got it right. Do you know what I was talking about? I thought you were talking about Matteo Amorick. Or that one. And, uh... I could have
0: sworn you would have gotten... Tony Revolori. sure I
1: was fucking worried it's that the she name she. of the country was going to be on back here. I'm like, I don't remember how it's called. Oh, God. Zubroka? Zoraka? <laughs>
0: it's not Zoraka. You Zer- should a Z in front of a Raka. It's not Zoraka.
1: Zesty fire is what it means.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: So I nominated this movie because since the jump of this podcast, you have talked about your disdain for Wes Anderson films. The first uh, two movies I ever nominated after we watched Frozen was uh, 12 Angry Men, and the other movie you did not pick was The Life Aquatic, which is my favorite Wes Anderson film. Uh, we have since drawn Rushmore out of the box, and you enjoyed it. I did. And I'd waited a very long time to pick uh, his two most recent, Sands Isle of Dogs, and most acclaimed films, both of which I know, Grand Budapest Hotel is his highest
0: grossing movie.
1: And it's also I nominated for Best Picture, won multiple Make-up, awards. Costuming, yeah
0: costuming, yeah. all that. Um, mm-hmm.
1: and we had not seen it because you're you're you're.
0: I you just didn't want to see it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, and then when I nominated them, you're like, ooh, my mom actually liked this one, so let's do it." So, do we ever discuss why you don't like his movies? I
0: just don't like his movies. I think we've said it before. Just that's don't like a, it. It's not
1: a reason. Like you have to have. They're a, just
0: boring to me.
1: Okay. All right. Okay. So I will...
0: Why do you like wrestling? Oh you just do. Because it's boring to
1: me. No, I can... can, I'm not a mongoloid. I can give you reasons to why I like things. The storytelling, the athleticism, the characters. Those are three things right there why I like wrestling. Okay. I can tell... Give me something you know I don't like. And I can give you three... Anything that I... It's fucking consistency. It smells. And my roommate used to eat it over my head with his... Indian feet dangling in my face. I can always give you three reasons why I like or dislike something. Always. Oh it's
0: a good setup. Too bad we're not on Pod Swaggle Wrestling Podcast of Entertainment. Uh-huh.
1: So, for this, what did you think? It was fine. <laughs> We've been doing this almost 250 episodes. That's
0: true. Yeah, this is episode 240, I believe.
1: I think so. And that's all you can drum up. With initial thoughts of this, it's fine.
0: I mean, what were your initial thoughts of this? I didn't like it. See, I thought it was fine. I liked it.
1: I didn't like it at all. Really? No.
0: I think that you have a problem. You no. Don't under, you don't appreciate and understand Wes Anderson as a director and a writer.
1: You drive me. In, you literally just gave me a fucking headache.
0: <laughs> I thought it was sweet. I liked it.
1: What, so, what did you like about it? You said it was fine. I liked it.
0: It was fine. It wasn't as boring, I think, as his other movies. Um, I liked the chemistry between um, M. Gustav and Zero. What was his name? H. Gustav.
1: Still backwards.
0: No. Oh, yeah. Gustav H. and Zero.
1: <laughs> That's why you like the movie. You were watching a different fucking
0: movie,
1: <laughs> M. Gustav.
0: No um, they did
1: have good chemistry and I did like that I liked relationship their chemistry and, their, and, and that their, relationship
0: yes. and that growth and everything I yes. really liked that yes. um, Looks great. yeah it was beautiful I mean looking. you can never
1: deny his style it's 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 distinctive
0: its own. yeah it's very distinctive it's,
1: it always you know when you're watching a Wes Anderson movie and that and it's, it's never a bad thing because it's always yeah. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it like I do not even know how you would describe it. I almost said rustic. That's wrong.
0: It's not. No, it's more, it's very, he does a lot with, like, um. <sighs> mm-hmm. It's <okay>. great. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can tell you're really throwing those adjectives out there as well. No,
1: I asked you. He does a lot you're... with, like,
0: um, contrasting in terms of his, mm-hmm. well, I thought that we were just talking about how it looks.
1: Like, we are. Yeah, Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah. then you didn't just Visual. ask me. You were going to tell me visually.
1: No, well, I love. No, put it all on me it's fault. You. It's You're also the visual. You're part. the art. You're the artistic person. You're the fucking crafts and paints and fucking colors and all this he shit. He does a
0: really good job with um, the contrast that he does, mm-hmm. like the you know the dark backgrounds with the bright foregrounds and things like that. That means that the things that are closer to you are brighter than the things that are further away.
1: Mm-hmm. His visual style has been noted yeah, for ass. his extensive use of flat space camera moves, obsessively symmetrical compositions. Snap zooms, slow motion walking shots, limited color palettes, handmade art direction, often using miniatures. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Duh. God. Um.
0: I'm going to change my note from here from I hate Wes Anderson to I hate Chris Muller.
1: (laughs) But for me, the story just didn't catch me. I felt it was all over the place.
0: I liked the humor.
1: There wasn't enough of it for me. See, it's built as a comedy. I I snickered a few times at some of Gustav H.'s, like, you know, snaps and comebacks and, you know, like, reactions of things. Like him, like, just running away from the police being there and stuff like that. Like, I I appreciate some of that, but it wasn't necessarily laugh-out-loud funny to me. Not that a lot of his movies are. I laugh-out-loud a, a lot at Life Aquatic. I laugh a lot a lot at Rushmore. Um, but even, like, a Darjeeling Limited, which I think is one of his more you know, not necessarily praised movies, what I found to be funnier than, than this. I thought it was kind of hard to follow, which sometimes happens with his movies for so. for people, so so tell me all about it. I just thought it was, like, purposefully, not purposefully, you had, like, these three different timelines.
0: Right.
1: Um, you have, like, when the story's really taking place, you have Jude Law and F. Murray Abraham, like, at the the older right. one, and then you have the original, well, you have like the now, I guess, or it'd be in the 80s. The author is an old man, the girl just reading it, some fucking statue with keys, I don't know. Um, I just thought it, not that it jumped back and forth too much, but like it It just kept piling stuff on, and then you can see from this cast, like I don't know what half these people did in this movie. Like I do, Like, you know, like, okay, Bill Murray was helping them out of a sticky situation. Ed Norton was, like, a police officer. Willem Dafoe was, like, the gangster, gangster, you know, making up. Uh, The Surge guy was, like, helping them, but he also, like, betrayed betrayed them. them. Harvey Keitel just had a bunch of tattoos. was in prison. Jason Schwartzman has to be there. Who
0: was Jason Schwartzman playing?
1: He was the new concierge.
0: Oh yeah yeah
1: okay okay yeah he was he was the concierge for the, Jude Law and yeah, F. Murray Abraham yeah no or that was in like the sixties yeah, yeah yeah in the middle one
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, so to, it just it didn't hold my interest either like I like I I want to rewatch it because when we watched it I was incredibly tired I yeah. was very See, much like out of it and I found myself my interest drifting back and forth when there were either moments that, like, took a while to kind of get into, like, like, the payoff, and then also in stuff that I just found to be too ridiculous that I kind of turned off, like, the sled chase and the fucking, um, like, the breakout of prison and, yeah, like, like, all that stuff. Yeah, there were
0: some things that were, drag. that were... It was only an hour and a half. Yeah, some things were draggy, some things were a little over the top, but I really did, I got pulled in at the chemistry between... Um, the two main guys. Yes. Um, I really liked that, and I liked that story, and I think that's kind of what I followed through hmm. with it.
1: Agreed. Um, and then they they purposely, you know, the point of Mustafa's character, you know, he was so in love with Agatha, Shersha Ronan's character, that, um, that like, he can't even bear to really talk about it. And then eventually you get bits and pieces, you know, because he has to for the sake of the story her helping them out of breaking out of prison, being, like, the the, uh, the chocolate candy maker, essentially. Yeah.
0: Confectioner. Confectioner.
1: That's what I meant, was, like, it's both, but there's a general word for it. Um, And, like, you kind of see it in, like, their brief moments together, but it feels like, it felt like there was a hole in it, and that's such a big, like, Wes Anderson does that stuff very well, like we saw in Rushmore. He does the kind of love triangle in life aquatic very well, too, so, like, I was disappointed that we didn't get into that really at all. Okay. And then the ending of the movie is just a total, 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 downer to me.
0: Yeah. I
1: hated the ending of the movie. Absolutely hated it. Um, I, I get that it... I think the point behind it was that, you know, this is the telling of a book that this guy wrote. Um, right. And it's, it's definitely more like a literary-type ending, You know, it's like, the heroes kind of, the heroes win. You know, the villains are thwarted, or, I mean, Adrian Brody's nose just goes somewhere else. Um, And then, like, just off camera, Gustav dies, and off camera, Agatha dies, and he's left on his own to run this hotel because he loves and misses them both. And then you never know what happens to him, and then the book's over, and the movie ends. And it's like... Well, that's not very fun and exciting to watch. You know I can, what I mean? Yeah, I can. I
0: can, I, yeah, I can definitely understand
1: that. that. that's that's why like I was already like like mixed up in my emotions on how I truly felt about the movie, mm-hmm. and the ending just sends for me to like I just I just didn't like this.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and I kind of felt that you did. So this is really weird to I me. I
0: know it's so weird because yeah, I I liked it. I thought it was it was fine. Like I'm not like in love with it, like oh my god now he's my favorite and. I want to watch it a million times. No, I thought it was fine. I I enjoyed watching the story unfold. So, which is funny because, like you mentioned earlier on the podcast, my mom did enjoy this movie, and my mom also is not a fan of Wes Anderson at all. So it's very funny.
1: So I have so, not to go on a a different avenue, but it's just a genuine curiosity of mine. Is there a genre now or a specific movie or specific person or whatnot that you guys like really are divided on that you can think of? Like it used to be before as an example, like your parents would never really go see like Marvel movies. And then you told them about Guardians of the Galaxy. Now they go see them all, right? Yeah. They see everything. Yeah. So like that used to be an answer. Is there anything still? Because I can't, I can't really think of one that I'm like, you guys don't.
0: Agree on? Agree
1: on, or share an interest hmm, in. That's
0: interesting. Um, you
1: can even be beyond movies, too.
0: Well, uh, like, just in life in general? Well, well, like more my like mom, entertainment, my books, mom really like. well, no. Books and stuff, we have the same. Sure. Um, television... Mostly we have the same, but there's a lot of shows that my mom's watched. That, like, my mom's fully caught up on Game of Thrones, which I haven't watched yet. She you, really likes... But, you, still, um, but
1: you like Game of yeah. Thrones. It's just you haven't gotten... Like, right. you know yourself. You're going to binge it.
0: My mom really liked Homeland.
1: We, we never had a chance we to watch it. We never had it. Just
0: watch it, so I can't answer that one.
1: But, you, but, but, again, what I'm saying is, like, you'd be interested in watching it. Sure. It, is there something you were um, heard, you're just like, man, fuck that. Like, everything my mom watches... <laughs> Like my mom, like I'm not watching Nashville. I'm not watching
0: yeah, no. fucking
1: Scandal. I'm not watching. Yeah. Uh, my
0: mom said How to Get Away with Murder was really good too. Um, I don't even I remember think your which one parents that was. That one. I think they did. It was yeah. Viola Davis? Oh, okay. Um, no, my mom and I are very similar. Well, the I, only thing I could think of would be my mom watches foreign fil- a lot of foreign films, mm-hmm. which I like foreign films. My mom watches them religiously, like. I'm not religious. She got tickets to go see them once. The first Tuesday of every month, she goes to see whatever foreign film mm-hmm. they're playing. I'm not a huge, huge fan of foreign films. I mean, the it's, ones I probably the
1: closest. The closest
0: I would say, but like, I do like form like Pan's Labyrinth. I've talked about on the show that I've liked. I was too.
1: gonna say horror, but neither one of you really like horror movies.
0: My mom would watch a horror movie before I would. Like, True. My mom my mom would definitely watch it. My mom's seen horror movies before. Well,
1: obviously anyone everyone's seen a horror movie, but well,
0: not like
1: seeking them out.
0: Yeah, seeking so my aunt a hundred percent would seek it out. I know time. that, yeah. My mom would, especially if it was like like, like you, it and stuff like that. Like yeah. my mom
1: Did would your mom go see, see us or it or anything? No, 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 no.
0: No, but like my mom saw get out.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Well was, certain- she
0: wasn't a huge fan of it. And like I was so racist. Uh, no, no, I'm kidding, I'm no! You kidding. can't
1: just say that's the answer I, for everything. Just, just on the sh- the slight off chance your mom listens and that. asks, that's why I said that. Cause she'll laugh at that. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> kidding! I'm, I'm her mother is the sweetest, nicest lady in the world.
0: So I would say, I would say, uh, just st- stuff like that. Ones that have been very divisive amongst audiences. Sometimes my mom and I are on other sides of the divide, mm. I would say, but okay. not really. My mom and I pretty much have all the same, okay. we have the I same just... sense of humor, we have the same interest and in all that kind I of know, stuff. I know, you guys are both
1: weird and have, you guys, will, you guys will laugh at a fucking, a random noise or like a peacock having sex on a roof. Granted, okay. it's funny because it was during your aunt's wedding ceremony. And we were standing up but...
0: there, there was only three people standing up there, we were two of them and we couldn't help it, it was so loud. Have you ever heard a peacock having sex? but like 10 times louder
1: well me up here doesn't do one thrust and they're done no that's fucking no that's uh what was that i didn't say anything to you alexa god no shut up (laughs) um what am i thinking I don't know. Just <laughs> making random noises and thinking. Waluigi. Of no, that's wah. Um why? <laughs> I'm thinking I know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of in National Influence Christmas Vacation when uh Aunt Bethany wraps the cat up and he shakes the box and the book
0: goes
1: <laughs> I think that's what I'm
0: thinking
1: of. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Um
0: So you didn't like this movie?
1: I didn't know. Like it starts out, and I, I kind of got interested because it builds up. I was, like, waiting to get to, like, the meat and potatoes of the story, you know, set back in the 30s. It's basically, like, World War One era, I feel like. Or is it two? Was it in the thir- late 30s?
0: I think it did take place in the 30s. So it
1: would be more so closer to two than one. Um, you know, and it sets up the hotel very nicely. It sets up. Uh, you know who Gustav is and who Zero is, and I, I, it just didn't get me. I, I didn't like how verbose it was. I felt it was trying too hard. But see,
0: I feel like Wes Anderson movies are normally that verbose. No,
1: I don't say. I don't think 100%, they are. Hundred percent. They're super
0: verbose. No, I think when I think no, of no, Life no, no, Aquatic, no. I think that it's all talk.
1: No, no, no. All I, talk. I don't mean all right. So let me clarify. I don't mean verbose in that it's very talky. I mean, it's very... Do you know
0: what the definition of verbose is?
1: That's why I'm, I'm, I'm correcting... Alexa,
0: what does the word verbose mean? The adjective verbose is usually defined as characterized by the use of many or too many words. Wordy. Okay. wordy. Oh, wordy.
1: Okay, so I didn't uh. mean specifically wordy. I meant uh. it was too flowery with its words like So
0: it's not so not verbose. It was
1: pretentious to me.
0: Oh, okay. It
1: was it, it was still verbose. It was still verbose. You're
0: verbose.
1: I know I'm verbose. Put on my fucking terms to my tum... my, tumston, my tumstone. My tombstone. That's uh no. Um but you know what I mean? Like it was, it was using, it was using all these big ass words, it's and I don't. Like it, I feel like it, he didn't.
0: He got a thesaurus out and just said these words to make it sound like it was man, more upscale. Man, I want Jeff Goldberg to say some
1: big ass words. Yeah, to which like kind of you think I'd be all for.
0: Real bougie and stuff. Exactly.
1: That's like okay. I saw the hate that he couldn't get in this movie from some of the things that he did, and and does, because I felt like they were.
0: That's how I feel normally Overborne. about his movies. See, I didn't... I didn't feel it in this.
1: Never see... See, I saw it in this. I don't
0: know. It's
1: weird. Um,
0: well, you can go fuck off, okay? <laughs> what,
1: are you going to pick two Wes Anderson movies now? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. Okay. No, don't do that. Why? Because your little chain of thought is so... Well, I saw this. I thought two uh, I don't know why you a six-year-old that doesn't want to talk.
0: Well, what, what are these impressions of me that you're doing on I'm this show? I'm just working show? on
1: my voices. Um, this is my Disney demo. I saw two movies that were, I don't know, fuck, I don't know, I'm tired. I get bags under my eyes that go to my mouth.
0: I hate to tell you this.
1: I know, but they're bigger than usual. No? What? Am I, ice cl- Am I sleeping right now? <laughs> is this a dream? This is a nightmare. Oh, well, every time he records a nightmare.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: what are your other notes? You have a bunch of notes.
0: No, I don't.
1: You went through all your notes
0: already?
1: Turn your phone back around. I'm going to read your notes verbatim. Let me see what your notes say. Let me see. I hate Wes Anderson. I can already tell. What the fuck is happening? This cast, though. Okay, so it's not terrible. I like the humor and the chemistry between Gustav and Zero. It was fine. What a fucking eight-year-old book report review of this movie that was!
0: Look, man, I've been. You're gonna shit on me for using the word "verbose."
1: I don't think a football is a very good Christmas present. <laughs> C plus, a C plus movie review. You're a
0: fucking C plus movie review.
1: I didn't make any notes. I got enough. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck it." Um, so I just forgot. I was like, I'm trying to be so good, but uh, but again, I was drifting. Uh, so like, I want to watch this again, but there's 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 more I can pinpoint I didn't like than what I liked. the okay. The relationship between Zero and Gustav, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Um I thoroughly enjoyed some of the performances, but on the other half, there were performances I really didn't like. There was scenes I already talked about, like the language and stuff, but um, like the like how ridiculous the skiing scene was, and some of the the set pieces and yeah, designs and how stuff was shot. So over like, the
0: top for some things, like the four fingers, like when he.
1: Well, yeah, when he closed the door and the four fingers yeah, get and chopped then, like, off, and
0: the more in depth into the plot you got, like the more.
1: It was kind of all like, over the place.
0: Outlandish and everything things became like, I'm not sure why we needed that whole side plot. I guess I do know. I mean, it was What's like side it, plot? the. The whole side plot of Adrian Brody and like all of them, and then they're chasing mm. him and they're trying to kill him and all that. But I guess that was the MacGuffin of the
1: movie.
0: You know, that's Give the me this thing blanket. that keeps blanket. No! You.
1: Give me the blanket. No. You're losing this blanket. No. Give it to me now. No. You don't deserve to be comfortable by continuing to un- misunderstand what a MacGuffin is.
0: Maybe I understand it and I'm just purposely misstating it to drive you crazy.
1: I don't think you're that smart. Uh, <laughs> I said that's right. Um. I also, uh, now I'm going to lose my, uh, my train of thought here. Hold on. Um, I also didn't like, um, damn it. There was something else that I And would... I
0: also didn't like how old they made all the old women look. I feel like they're already old. They could have, I mean, just left them. Like Tilda was, Swinton. Tilda
1: Swinton's not that old.
0: She's never. How old, Alexa. Stop
1: relying on her.
0: How old is Tilda Swinton? What's her name? This might answer your question. Tilda Swinton is 58 years old. 58 years old. She was old. born on November 5th, 1960. Wow. Did that. that answer your question? Yes. Yes. That's good information. Thanks for your feedback. You're welcome? Yeah, you're right. She's not that old. So, yeah, it's probably good that they made her <laughs> She's the older. than bit I thought
1: she was going to be. I thought I thought she was going to be younger than that. Just don't, don't even bother. Don't even bother. Um but there was stuff that just like when they like needed needed to reach out to all the other like hotels and like all those random ass... like i don't need to have a- I
0: think that that was just to get all those people to I not don't,
1: i don't need to see bob balaban i don't need to see fucking bob
0: Balaban's great.
1: fisher stevens bob balaban sounds like a goddamn kitchen falling down the stairs i don't even know what that meant like imagine a chef's like coming down the attic and he just put Bob Alaban! <laughs> what? All right, let's get into the performances, huh? There's a lot of them. How'd
0: you feel about Bob Alaban's performance?
1: I didn't fucking care. He barely said anything, little weirdo. <laughs> he looks weird. Fucking, he looks like he's in a feet.
0: Can I do a segment for one of your other shows?
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Bob <laughs> Alaban! You little fucking... Twerp. Look at you with your probably 4,000 book collection.
0: What segment is this?
1: This is a fuck you. What are you doing? I love you the week on Bob Balaban. No, I was going to
0: have... Hey, real quick, don't do facts about Bob Balaban. Go! No!
1: <laughs> really? Bob Balaban has never eaten guacamole. Bob Balaban has a signed copy of the Magna Carta, and Bob Balaban refuses... To go into an Old Navy.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> that was for you, Tope.
1: Fuck you. He doesn't listen to this. Yes, he
0: does. No, he doesn't. Shut up. No, he
1: doesn't. He shut up. No, he doesn't. He shut up. He doesn't He, shut up. he doesn't. Shut up. No. Shut up. He doesn't.
0: Fine, it was for you, Rich.
1: Fair. <laughs> Performances. There's many of them. There's just on the on the front of the box alone, they cite 17 people in this movie. Um, We're not going to go through all of them. Uh, I know my MVP. I think it's fairly obvious.
0: I think it's Ralph Venus, Venus Fines. Say, say, Fiennes. don't slap
1: in the face. No, you fucked up the first name alone. Ra... It's pronounced Ray. Ray...
0: Well, it's spelled Ralph. It
1: is. Yeah, but he's a classy fucking oh, dude.
0: Cool. Next you way- think
1: they hired a guy named Ralph to be Voldemort?
0: <laughs> Next time I see RJ calling him Ray.
1: Siri. Siri?
0: <laughs> Alexa.
1: Who played Voldemort in the Harry Potter movies?
0: This might answer your question. Here are the Harry Potter movies in order of release.
1: Here no! Harry Potter and the... Sorcerer Alexa, stop. Movie. Alexa? Alexa? Who played Voldemort in the Harry Potter movies?
0: This might answer your Alexa, question. stop. Here are the... Alexa? Who is the actor that played Voldemort? Lord Voldemort was most recently played by Ray Fiennes.
1: Ray Fiennes. All right, Thank Ray you. Ray Fiennes. Ralph Finneys. <laughs> I'm
0: going to call RJ Ray when I see Ralph him. Ralph Finneys. Look, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, Ray Fiennes is the MVP of the movie. Uh, it's just good to see him not be a terrible fucking human
0: being. And it's good to see him with a nose.
1: I mean, you think about what Ray Fiennes has done in his career. He was fucking, he who shall not be named. He was uh, look Amon Goth in Schindler's List. He was the Red Dragon in Red Dragon.
0: Fear of the name only increases fear itself
1: the fuck is that from so
0: call him lord Voldemort. that's from harry potter what the, oh. the fuck is that from get the fuck out of my house give me this shirt no you don't deserve to be comfortable and wear this shirt <laughs> stop it what are you
1: doing to me um but yeah he was great uh funny uh likable charismatic energetic i mean he he carries the movie there's a lot of good. I mean, I like the guy who plays young Zero as well.
0: Yeah, I like uh, him. I like him. He's not in a lot, but I like him. He's, I mean,
1: this is his first movie, I believe. He said it was, it's his introducing. Yeah, Tony but he's he's Rivalori. also the guy.
0: He's also one of the villain in um, new Spider-Man movies. He's the guy.
1: That's uh, Flash. That's yeah, Flash yeah, Thompson.
0: That's
1: Flash. I don't think they call him. Do they call him Flash Thompson?
0: They, according to IMDb, they do. I don't
1: think they've said it in the movie though. But Flash Thompson's always in Spider-Man. He's the biggest dick to Peter Parker, but he's the biggest Spider-Man mark in the world.
0: Yeah. Fuck, that
1: is him. How old is he?
0: This kid is, let me see. Is
1: he literally a kid? Like, because I thought he was just like a 26-year-old dude.
0: This kid. He's a kid? Was born in, on April 28th, uh-huh. 1996. Uh-huh. That's
1: disgusting. He's 10 years younger than us. Of course, he's 10. You're horrible at
0: math. This kid's 10 years younger than us. <laughs> <laughs> This kid's so, going to be so 23. He's,
1: 23. he's still playing, he's a he's 23, 23. old playing high school. So when this came out, this came out in 2016?
0: 2014.
1: 2014. This
0: movie came out.
1: This movie came out five years ago? What is happening?
0: This kid was 17 when this, okay, 18 when this movie came out.
1: I thought he looked familiar. 17,
0: 18. Yeah, he's Flash. So yeah, in the first movie, he's called Flash, and then in the new one, he's billed as Flash Gordon.
1: Flash Thompson.
0: Flash Thompson. Flash
1: Gordon is Savior of the Universe. Are you okay? Do you smell peanuts or whatever? (laughs) Caramel? What is... No. (laughs) Do you smell Snickers bar, Samantha? Are you okay?
0: (laughs) I need a Snickers bar. I get weird when I'm hungry.
1: Um, So I liked him a lot, too. Of course, I liked Ray uh, Ray (laughs) Fiennes. You almost made me fuck it up. Uh, F. Murray Abraham, always a boss. Jude Law, you know, I can give or take him, but I think I was fine in this. Um, Goldblum, love me some Goldblum. Want more gold bloom injected into my veins? Um, Willem Dafoe, I think, was more so kind of like menacing. Did Willem Dafoe even talk?
0: Maybe like he had like he, a couple he had like lines.
1: lines. He's more fun in other I Wes prefer, Anderson movies. I
0: think I prefer Willem Dafoe when he doesn't talk.
1: Why? He just let him stand there looking like a fucking gargoyle's ass. <laughs> yes. Um, Till Swinton's only like in two scenes. She's fine. Um, Sir Sharonan, same thing. Reliable. With Tom Wilkinson. June Juntao's fine. That was Juntao.
0: Yeah, I know that was... Where's Juntao? Where's Juntao? Where's Juntao? You know I'm
1: I'm really glad that we've stopped bringing up Juntao to our daughter because it would be really bad if she's five or six years old still talking about the villain in Rush Hour. Um, Hey,
0: but you know what? Rush Hour 4 might be coming out, so it's topical.
1: Juntao lives. Um, LVP. Who you got? I got Three. I didn't mention Bill Murray. Bill Murray didn't hardly do anything in this movie. Bill Murray answers the phone for like four people. Wes Anderson's one of them. I have I think that
0: that whole scene though was unnecessary. It
1: was. It very much was. It was like, we gotta get Bill Murray in this movie. What character do we have for him this one?
0: Right. Exactly. So I have three. I think I've said it before. I think we've had this person on in other episodes and I think I've talked about this before. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Look, I don't know what the fuck the appeal about Jude Law is.
1: I just said I like Jude Law.
0: Oh, I don't listen to you on this show.
1: <laughs> God damn it. It's like the third or fourth episode of a row I, this has happened. We're like, don't you think I, make a, I make a statement. I make a point. And then the next thing out of your mouth is the exact opposite.
0: Don't you think maybe I do it on purpose? No,
1: you don't. Yeah. Nice way to pass it off. Like, that's what I do when you tell me to do something around the house. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I was... Uh,
0: jerking off in the corner
1: yeah not listening to you at least I own up to it after I fake it (laughs) no it's not Jude Law there's three other ones on the same kind of level of like importance in terms of like acting and like fuck uh, of mine uh I know one you, of these. One of these is one of these dudes got an Oscar.
0: You just want to make it Adrian Brody. Adrian
1: Brody's bad.
0: Just because Rich listens to this show, you want to make it Adrian Brody. And I,
1: he's never been more vindicated than in, in this. He's probably gonna be my pick. You could argue the second one more. Also, like he was in a totally different movie. Everyone else is kind of like seems like they're in this time period and doing this and the other thing. And this guy's calling people the f word and like saying all these like. Vulgar, like blunt things, and delivering them very badly, and then you have to look at him. He just
0: looks really weird. <laughs> he looks really so does. weird.
1: This is only for you, but you know what he looks like. He looks like an emo Ross as a Dorian. He
0: does look like an emo Ross as a Dorian, which means he looks well, like with an, an eight emo pack you. of hot dogs
1: on his face for a nose. He
0: looks like an emo you Don't
1: you? I will stab you Aren't in the chest. Aren't you the chest.
0: bootleg Ross as Dorian?
1: Just because ten years ago I looked like him, I don't look like that now. You wish it. You like ta- I will slap that phone out of your face. Um, I didn't think he was good, and he has an Academy Award, and that's ridiculous. Uh, the other two, uh, I didn't like Harvey Keitel in this. Um, I was kind of. Yeah, I mean, he whatever. just was kind of out of place, and.
0: Why does he keep making move?
1: I'm sorry. Can you take that again?
0: Why does Adrian Brody keep making movies?
1: Because he's not good at anything else. Mm. And he's not good at that either. But it's the thing that people let him do. I also didn't like Edward Norton in this. I thought Edward Norton was very... He was
0: just a nerd in this. Yeah. Like, he was such a nerd, I But tell. it just
1: was kind of out of place. Like, yeah. I, I didn't like how he played it. Yeah. So I'm ultimately fine with either of those three. Less on Harvey Keitel, because I'm just like, Oh, I haven't seen he Harvey Keitel. Right? I haven't seen Harvey Keitel in something in a while. Yeah, He's all right. Well, maybe this is why. He's all right. <laughs> But well, the other two I I felt were outwardly bad in every scene that they were in because they were in more scenes.
0: Yeah, I didn't like Adrian Brody in this. I thought...
1: Why are you giving me shit and you're still going to give it to Adrian Brody?
0: Because if I agreed with you on everything, we wouldn't have a podcast. Who wants to listen to me actually agree with you?
1: You could have stopped that. Listen to me. Well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Throw it at me. I need something. Throw it. Do it. Are somebody piping, like... Fucking, <laughs> fucking! What did you throw at me? Don't throw my kid's bunny at me! Oh, this is cute. Where'd you get this?
0: My mom gave it oh,
1: to me. Oh, this is really sweet.
0: Came Peter p- Rabbit. Yeah, came with. Oh, a what p- another day! <laughs> Look at this. I
1: feel like somebody's piping like a laughing gas into this house. We've been so ape shit on this podcast. Um, what was the last pod? What was the last movie we watched?
0: Before this? Yes. Was it the town? No, it was. Fuck!
1: I've not updated my list recently. It was... It. Oh, it was It. Okay, and before that was the town? Yes. Okay, all right, so I only missed It. Okay, good. All right, so I only have one to catch up on. I'm just checking to make sure... Stop throwing that bunny at me! <laughs> stupid sentence. i to so make sure... I'm pretty sure we haven't suffered through Adrian Brody before. Ray Fiennes is a first-timer, and Adrian Brody is a first... First-timer? Probably not a last-timer.
0: But have we seen any of his other movies?
1: I don't think so, because I have good taste in movies. And
0: I think Rich would have... Never forgiven us if we didn't make him the LVP. Just like if we watch a Drew Barrymore movie.
1: But to be fair, like he is bad, like.
0: Oh yeah, he was bad in this. Yeah,
1: like. He was just over
0: the top when it was unnecessary to be over the top.
1: Yes, exactly. He stood out in every scene that he was in, In just from just from looking at it and from like how aggressive he was. He's like, oh my villain, I gotta do this. Like no, fuck off, dude, go away. Um, also we forgot Owen Wilson's only in one scene, but as soon as he got in there, he took me totally out of the movie. He was another concierge. He was a concierge in place of Gustav. Not like in the sixties, like he was part of like, like when Gustav was in prison, that's who they had there at behind the desk. Oh. But again, like, I'm like, fucking that's Owen Wilson. Of course it was Anderson movie. And then I had to hear him talk and I'm like, he, he, he just, this Owen Wilson, he's just who he is (laughs) and it's bothersome. So, um, cool. So, Ray Fiennes, MVP, I Adrian Brody, LVP. I guess it's better Brody, that,
0: that Owen Wilson try to go in and do an impression or an oh, accent man. when he's not really good at it, but he insists on continuing to do it.
1: True. Has he ever done a voice in a fucking anything? I don't know. I don't think he has. Hmm. Cool. He sucks. Um, anything else on the Grand Budapest Hotel?
0: Do you pronounce it Budapest or Budapesh?
1: Budapest. Budapest. That's how I do it.
0: Most people do Budapest. That's I think the right way. So you're wrong. Fuck I think him. that you're wrong. That was a fuck up on the box.
1: Oh no, it is no, it is not. It's there's no H there.
0: Doesn't matter, they call it Budapest.
1: Yesh? Like Jilly answering a question. Budapest Baby
0: shud Budapest. Budapest.
1: Sounds like you're trying to summon a specter named Budapest. <laughs> Speaking of summoning Specter, uh, hey everyone, how's it going? It's been a while. Goes with the most here, Beetlejuice. No we-
0: one said your name.
1: Yeah, some. I mean, somewhere in the world right now, three people said my name all at the same time. So that's why I'm here. You know why? Because on Broadway, it's me, Beetlejuice, the musical, the musical, the musical. That's just clever. Uh, I, uh, your husband, whose body I like, suck my way into uh, every time I'm here. Bad choice of words. But who cares? I'm Beetlejuice. I do it. Um, raise your hand if you had a dick in your mouth. Oh, we only two here. <laughs> Whoops, my bad. Um, mm-hmm. took, yeah, pictures, to raise your hand. took pictures. Took pictures of the outside of the musical in the Winter Garden Theater. I know that's where you guys live. It's just like a match made in heaven. I got his tickets, so we got to go. You got your bags packed? We, go we got to be in New York tomorrow for my show. Why are you ignoring me? I came all this way. My, 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 my understudy is doing my show right now and he sucks he's terrible S-
0: sing me a song from your musical
1: absolutely la 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 fuck i hurt uh <laughs> uh beetlejuice 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 and i'm gone <laughs> I picked that you score it first.
0: I'm gonna give it I mean I liked it. I wasn't like it super in love with it. I'm gonna give it a five and a half.
1: Five five and a half. Five
0: and a half.
1: Yeah I didn't like it. I tried. I just didn't. Um I I can understand its value in terms of you know costuming and art direction and uh his movies always have a good score, a, a good music, uh, good uh, composition to it. But, like, the story and some of the performances and some of the choices took me out of it. I'm going to give it a four. I'm giving it a four.
0: Okay.
1: So that is a 9.5, so that's a 4.75, I believe.
0: Yes. Yeah,
1: 4.75 for The Grand Food Hotel. Look, I, I want to do other movies of his. <laughs> because I, I I was so excited for this. I also had a high expectations, and I think that hurt it as well, because... Yeah.
0: I, I wouldn't even know expectations, so I think that that's why I liked it more. Yeah,
1: I had people... I I This got so many awards, and so many people were talking about how like he's coming to his own, I was like, I kind of like where he came from before this. So, that's where I'm at. Uh, so, 4.75 on the Grand Budapest Hotel. Uh, we have The Little Mermaid still on the docket. Uh, next week's episode or the week after this episode may be a little different because we are going to have a guest in town, and normally we have a guest in town, we allow them to pick the movie that we watch. So we're going to see if we have time to do that. No guarantees. Um, we'll, f- we'll figure it out. But, um, Samantha, you get to nominate two movies for us to watch. I'm scared already. Well,
0: no, I just was like, all right, well, what two kind of weirdest weird movies have I not seen or do I want to see again? Um, and I have no brain power left. I've had a really busy week. I'm opening a new branch. Um I've been exhausted on my feet all day and mentally drained. So, short of there, I saw a movie. I said, okay, well, it's kind of like this movie. So, that's the two I picked. I don't know if I can find a relation. I'll let you know on the podcast of the movie you I'm pick, not worried about what it. the relation is. But uh, my two movies are Cedar Rapids. Okay. And Inside Lewin Davis.
1: Okay. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Because I thought they were kind of off. <laughs> Off the beaten path, kinda of like how Wes Anderson normally is.
1: <laughs> random ass movies.
0: I said they were kinda two of uh, random movies, but we've seen Cedar Rapids before. Uh-huh. I think we both enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. I and mean then, we um, we own it, so yeah.
0: Yeah. And then Inside Lou and Davis I not like, seen I mean, before. we haven't seen Coen but brothers. It got good, yep. Good feedback, so
1: Man, Yeah, I don't know. I've well, wanted to re watch hey, Cedar Rapids.
0: Hey, hey, you could go. Fuck
1: yourself. I'm gonna pick Cedar Rapids. I've wanted to rewatch it. It was it was one of the movies that was actually on my list of things to nominate, um, and I think we could use a movie we have both seen that, that we don't have to think both too much enjoy. about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We so could. Cedar Rapids is my pick. Perfect. So I'll be coming up here in the next uh, couple weeks. I don't say this a lot. Good job today. Don't get used to it. I mean, you should do, do better, but like, I shouldn't have to like point out when you do good. God, I feel like talking to a (laughs) nine-year-old softball. (laughs) I love you. I'm just kidding. You always do a good job. Now I'm talking to you like a dog. I apologize. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married with Movies. As always, I mentioned most of our plugs earlier, but I'll mention them again. ArcadeAudio.net for this podcast and the other ones in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe us wherever you get your podcast. Why are you staring so close to me? Let
0: me ask you a question. When was the last time I told you you did a good job? On just, the show.
1: On the show? Yeah. Oh, you don't got to tell me. I know.
0: Okay. Well, maybe you need to reevaluate.
1: The show? Okay, cool. Last episode. Bye. Patreon.com slash Arcade Audio while the show's still a thing. Um, write reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit. Um, bonus content's coming there very, very soon, as soon as I have time to edit and get it done. Facebook, Twitter, Movies at gmail.com.
0: Tell your friends.
1: Tell your wives, tell your husbands. They... We recording everybody out here.
0: Reviewing everybody out here.
1: That works. Why do you have one eye open like a pirate right now?
0: My contact is bothering me.
1: Don't take it. You're at home. You ain't got to be beautiful. And you're beautiful anyway. Glasses are not. It's true. What? Blah. 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 You know, also, you know what also it sounds like? It sounds like when uh, Tommy Lee Jones is talking to the tw- uh, the twins. This is our twins, Hawaii and Bob.
0: Her mullet. <laughs> Signing out for Married Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch.
1: Slash the movies. It also sounds like a guy in a karate movie getting pulled under the boat. <laughs> like a guy like, I don't know.
0: What was that?
1: Fuck this bunny. <laughs> no, he's very sweet. Hmm. Bunny, bunny, bunny. This was thirteen dollars?
0: No, it came with a it came with like a
1: book set. Oh, I was so. she got ripped off. <laughs> That's what you guys don't have in common. Good sense of buying toys.